Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we discuss the housewives you love to love, love to hate, and sometimes hate to hate. Your next episode with Bess and Sarah is coming up now. I'm your host, Bess Ellis. And I'm your host, Sarah Flory. Welcome, everybody. Hello! Hello! What a way to enter a room. Yeah, here we are celebrating uh, a new episode and the launch of our podcast last week. And first of all, thank you guys for all of the kind reviews and kind words and word of mouth. Thank you for the five stars and for, um, you know, just passing it along to your friends and celebrating all of these wonderful women with us and us yeah and celebrating us so keep it going we want to say a quick thank you to a wonderful fan of ours who gave us some beautiful uh, mugs made on zazzle that (laughs) that have our once upon a housewife podcast uh name on the front and our names and uh, they're beautiful, and we are drinking our afternoon kava out of them right so now. So cheers, cheers to us. We want to say a sincere, sincere thank you. They're beautiful, and we love them. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Okay. Get to it, though. Who are we talking about today? I think it's going to be a surprising one for some people, but I think that we want to choose in our next episode a modern, young housewife we that kind of is a little bit more from the new school of things um and also just a word on that in general i think we want to keep um people might find some of our choices over time kind of surprising but we don't want to do you know just all the ones just all the ones that you're expecting we want to really make it well-rounded there's gonna be ones we hate, and that's gonna be fun to do too. Yes. And this one is a great love to hate one. We are doing Candace Dillard Bassett. Candace Dillard Bassett from the Housewives of Potomac. I think we picked her because, as we said, she's younger. She's from a newer-ish franchise, polarizing, opinionated, judgmental, messy as hell, oh, and um, we just kind of wanted to jump into somebody a little, little fresh and controversial, just. Because why not? Why not? So, all right, take us away. What do you got on her? Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Candace Dillard. She has no middle name, apparently, but if anybody knows any different... Yeah, unclear. There's a burning question. She was born on December 14th, 1986 in Biloxi, Mississippi. She's a Sag, a Sagittarius sign. Mm -hmm. Sagittarius signs, they value independence above all else. And blunt. And blunt. They're adventurers, risk takers with a sharp business and sports mentality. Do you think that's true of her? I think she's definitely yeah. um, a risk taker. I think this I think this she tracks. sort of values independence, although she's oh. had some relationships, maybe the one with her mother. Some codependent. codependent. Um, anyway, Sagittarius's are also known for their emotional intelligence. Oh, but she's got that in spades. She's definitely got that. Um, as you said, they can be blunt, careless, and judgmental when setbacks arise. Oof. It's a perfect description. It, it actually it really does fit her. She's Sagittarius, Sagittarius rising, probably. Probably. She's five foot three inches tall. I actually would have thought Same she would have been me. shorter for some reason. She seems like she's diminutive. And she's I don't know little. if it's because the other housewives are taller, but she seems like a teeny little pot, like a little Tinkerbell. She actually grew up in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Georgia, as both of her parents, um, Walter and Dorothy Dillard, were both physicians for the Air Force at one point in time. We know her parents got divorced when she was younger, and um, I think she was raised mostly by her mother. I'm not 100% sure of that. Um, I believe her mother was remarried again. To Arthur. To Arthur. Not sure about her dad. Um, She has two siblings, Chris and Crystal. So is Chris... The brother that the father had is a little dalliance before they had gotten married. Unclear. I think Chris and Crystal are are ones she actually grew up with. Okay. Yeah. Pretty sure. Um, I do know what you speak of, though. And then who was at the wedding? And yes. Dorothy was really upset about that. But we'll get there. We'll get there. So Candace went to Har- uh, Howard University and graduated in 2009. 
and her degree was in communications and broadcast journalism. I thought someone said on an episode I was watching that she also had like a minor or something and maybe African-American studies. I, I remember that was on an episode too, but... Yeah, very, very smart. Um, she also recently earned her MBA from Howard in 2022. And if we remember, we'll, we saw her she begin was, that on the show. Yep, she was studying for that during so COVID. So she's a smart cookie. I believe Howard is what brought her to D.C. and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know... And, and she worked for the Obama, Obama what administration. What made her stay in D.C. was working for Obama and um, meeting her husband, Chris Bassett. So a little bit about Chris Bassett. She's been married to him since 2018. He's a restaurateur. And they actually met while they were both working at a restaurant in D.C. I think she said it was maybe in Chinatown. Chinatown, yeah. Maybe like a hip Asian fusion restaurant or something unclear i did not find out the name of it i tried to find it but he was the manager she was a host and we don't know where it is yeah so a bit on chris he's a virginia native he's a bit older than her he's 45 um he went to le cordon bleu in miami and um he has three children from two different women so they have children three of them from chris perfect yeah so Career, a bit about career. She did work in the Obama White House offices of public public engagement and intergovernmental affairs. That's so cool. I don't know what that means, but it sounds really cool. It sounds important, right? Yeah. Um, and the re-election campaign. Yeah, she was a staffer for the Obama re-election campaign. Um, currently, she would categorize herself as an artist, singer, entertainer. She came out with the album Deep Space in 2021, which I think is excellent. I She's got one of my favorite songs. Got some bangers on that album. She bangers. Really, she really has the goods, and it's not funny to her. No. It's not like... It's, it's not like the Wan. Correct. Like making fun of something or doing a fake song like Kim Zolciak or something like that. She's a real... Has the potential to be a real candy. She... A lesser candy. A lesser candy, for sure. But, um, and she's coming to Chicago soon on a tour. She is. I saw that. She's coming. She's currently on a tour of city wineries. Yeah. I think that's a nice venue. I like I'd, a city winery. I'd love to see her at a city winery. So she's coming here on it's July 31st. next week. I'm out of town. I'm pissed. Tickets are not cheap. Tickets are going between $103 and $162 each, guys. Yeah. She also owns something called Prima Hair Collection, which I think is like clip-in they're like wigs Extensions? yeah wigs i think it's wigs and she's been doing that with her sister she was doing that even before she started right and i think it was born sort of out of they also have something called chateau salon suites okay that she has which is maybe in atlanta and i think they're opening one. It's like salon suites and then they clip the hair into you when you go into so the these were businesses suite? that dorothy had started or yeah. invested in yeah. and they had to like work and do the Dottie work invested for. in those and then she also, it says she's CEO of Candace Dillard Pageant Consulting, but... Um, didn't find much on that? I didn't find much on that. I found like a post that she had from 2020 or something. I so. love this one. Her net worth is a supposedly, allegedly, $4.5 million. Do we think that's accurate? Yeah. I mean, I think a couple million are probably in a house or maybe even two. I don't, I'm not aware that she has a second home, but... You know, possibly she's got her music and her housewives. I think that sounds like it could be accurate. Also, she's probably got a great trust. She's got a great trust. Yeah, she has some family money. family trust. I would agree with that. And this is my other favorite stat, too. I got to do this one. Yeah, yeah. Her cameo, she currently charges $99 a month uh, for a cameo. I mean, I think that's a a good going rate. I I bet she has a good cameo. I bet she makes some money off that. I mean, I've seen some people have like $40 cameos, but 99 is pretty good. No, 99 is good. How? Okay, so what are her Instagram follow? What's her Instagram like? Okay, so this is what I really like to dive into. And I don't know why, because I don't really pay attention to anybody's Instagram followers until recently. But she has 553,000 followers. I mean, that's... Not that many compared no. to some of the Ramonas and Sonias and Ninis out there. But I looked through her Instagram. It's just a lot of like herself. She goes live on Instagram constantly. Yeah. I saw. What's she talking about? I didn't watch them. Yeah. So just some quick comparisons for you. Giselle has 725K. Karen has 542K. I'm surprised that's, I think that sounds low. Monique has 672k mm. and Ashley has 677k. None of these Potomac women can get a million followers. I'm a little surprised about that. I am shocked. 
I'm shocked. This one is my favorite one. Yeah. How many does Ace Tucker have? Candy's son, Ace Tucker. Candy's son, Ace Tucker. How many? 484,000. My. He's getting close. He's gaining on these Potomac women. Ace freaking Tucker. The fact that Ace Tucker has almost as many as Karen Huger is hilarious to me. And Chris Bassett, wah, wah, 91K. And his is mostly food. You know what? I have followed him for quite a while. You follow Housewives? He does... Oh, husbands, you mean? You follow house husbands? Anyone? Yeah. I don't follow any house husbands or housewives. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with you? I just like to look at them from afar. I don't... It's too close. I definitely follow him, and he has some nice cooking videos and recipes. I bet he's a really good cook. I absolutely love Excuse me, Kelly Ben Simone, chef. I think he went to school... He, like, went on the show, too. I don't know. I think he... Or he went back or something. And then I know he was teaching classes online, too. So I think he's that got was a pretty a good presence, so I'm surprised he has such few followers, but whatever. So she had quite a pageant life. Or before... Yeah. Well, know, that's kind of how she got introduced on the show, too. She came on as Ashley's friend she came in, from yeah. pageants, which meant a producer introduced them. Yeah, and they both said, hey, you, you were in a pageant and you were in a pageant, so... You know Ashley now. Yeah, she's... She she's competed in quite a few. Most of them seem to be in the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. She um, won Miss United States in 2013, representing the District of Columbia. She also was in Miss Maryland USA, and was in Miss District of Columbia U.S. and Miss District of Columbia USA. I bet and she was Miss a- United States. So is that Miss USA? Is no, that the same no, thing? no. That's something totally like different than, right? Probably. And how it, is it different from what Ashley was in? I think Ashley was in... Miss America? Miss America, or... She seems like she was in something bigger, Ashley. It seemed to be the better one. Yeah. But Candace so, won the whole shebang on this one, She so. did. She won a couple of them. A handful. She actually came in first prize, so... I bet she was a really good competitor in a pageant. Oh, yeah. And you know, she's got a great talent, and it's actually authentic. She can actually sing. And, you know... Love All it. right, let's get into these taglines. Okay, she came on not until Potomac had had a couple of... They had a slower start. Yes. To the franchise. Season three. And, and then I think she season, came on in season three. Yeah, and season three kind of really set Potomac off with a bang, I thought. I agree. Okay, so here's your tagline. Season three. Life is a pageant and I'm in it to win it. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Season four. Now that I'm marrying my prince, this sleeping beauty is woke. Now, I think she used the term woke before everybody else was using woke. Yeah, I mean, I think this was like 2018, maybe. Because she got married in 2018. So this might have been 17 right into 18. Yeah. But I uh, I like it. Me too. See, oh, I like this one. Reading is fundamental and honey, I own the library. I love that one. I love it. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Mine too. Season six. My blessings are many and my patience is none. Hmm. I mean, it's true. It's very true of her, but I don't know. This one's kind of this boring. one's true too. My vocals are clean, but my reads are for filth. That that tagline's a bit dirty. I think I don't know. It's not my it favorite. Makes me feel funny. No, the reading is fundamental, and honey, I own the library. That yeah. is a great tagline. Yeah, I think that's definitely the best one, and I think that she really um, kicked off the term reading. She's really... Was it her that did that? Who knows? I don't know. Or was it like Portia from Atlanta? Well, Might have been Portia, but she really continued it, let's say. Should we get into some of our favorite moments of hers? Because there's a lot yeah. to discuss. She's had some major storylines, and she's been a huge pivotal role, I think, on Potomac. Yeah, she's been... She's had a lot of controversy, let's say. She's been deep in it. She's in the eye of the storm. Correct. Yeah. So I will say this too. The first moment they introduced Candace in season three, the music that they played for her when she came in, when she walked on the screen, it was just a shot of her like walking across the street and it panned from shoes up. And the music they play for introducing her, it was just like you could just tell like this is a force to be reckoned with. I don't remember the music, but I know where she was. I believe she came right in at Ashley's yep. brunch at her former R.I.P. restaurant, Oz. R.I.P. Oz. And um, 
they thought they everyone loved her instantly. They said she was bubbly and fun and she was obviously intelligent. And I know she really kicked it off with Monique. Yeah. That was her which fast friend, crazy, which but her fast friend Monique. We will get there. Yeah. Okay. okay, so what do you have for moments? Okay, I have one from season three, episode twelve. Can't hide from these green eyes. And this is around the time that they are planning their wedding. She, her mom is donating $100,000 for the wedding. Her dad's donating about twenty twenty-five thousand $25,000 for the wedding. It's a pretty nice wedding. Yeah. $125,000? Well, not for her taste. I mean, she wanted like a ceiling covered in flowers yeah. and... She had high She had expectations. high expectations. And she wanted to see if her dad could give a little bit of more money. She's close with her dad. He's an ER doc. He's living down in Atlanta, too? He's in Atlanta. She calls him on FaceTime to see if there's any more coin in the bank for this wedding. And she is smiling and playing up the whole daddy's girl and just really trying to work it out. Hello, dad. Pretty much. Except he's just like, no. (laughs) Flat out, no. And he goes, in fact... Your mom wanted me to give $50,000, and I refused to do that. So, no. <laughs> and she was just stunned. Shocked. Flabbergasted. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. And Chris is then like, you know, maybe you don't need two dresses. No. We can cut back. We can scale back. Oh, maybe you don't need the trees. No. <laughs> there is no working with her. And then, 10 hours later, they show it on this episode... There's um, a party that they had, and after the party, there was a fight the next day that broke out, because after the party, he called her a spoiled princess, and she, like, lost it on him and just went for the jugular about, like, his father not being around, like, really, like, took it to the next level. And that was kind of our first real taste of, like, whoa, Candace. Woo! That was was good. Yeah. And she also started the show. She's... 30 when she started the show. I know. 30. I know. And Chris was 40. They had some young housewives on Potomac. I know Ashley was like 26. Ashley was 26. When she started, which we always say that we want them to be a little bit older, but I I don't don't necessarily agree. I kind of like when when we're mixed together. Uh, It makes it rougher sometimes with interactions because people of different generations can have more conflict, but isn't that the point? That's the point. All right, what's your first favorite moment? I guess I'll take it on down, just kind of piggybacking off of your mm-hmm. moment, is her actual wedding. That's a great Season whole four, episode. episode two. She, it's, it's the entire episode. It's called Here Comes the Bride, and she gets married at the Mellon Auditorium. Um, it's absolutely stunning. Everyone is crying. Michael Darby gorgeous. is is bawling his eyes out. He's got red, itchy... That troll has red, itchy eyes. <laughs> Scroliosis was so, acting up. Or so, psoriasis, rather. Her dress that she's wearing is really... It, what did you say about it? Oh, the dress was wearing her. She was not wearing that she dress. She wore this, like, kind of princess dress that the the bodice is a little bit funny. It's sort of, like, one it was just small boob, one her. big... It seems a little crooked, but regardless, she, she looks, looks beautiful, stunning. The dress wore her a little bit, you're correct. But despite all of that drama and some of the drama with her mother and the money that ensued before, um, this wedding is beautiful. Her dad and her stepdad walk her down the aisle. I her love mom, that. And the mom, too. Yes, the mom stands up with her as well. Um, I, th- I thought that was just you know, beautiful. Can I just tell you that I we did that for our wedding, too, where... I love that. My husband's parents walked him down. My parents both walked me down. Like, yeah. I, I, I like the idea of it's not just the dad giving you away. Yeah, because that's not what they're doing. No, like, but it's just, lovely to have. Like I, the, I thought that was a really touching moment. Yeah, so she's bawling most of the way down. I mean, she's absolutely hysterical. Um, but She is bawling every episode. Yeah, she's really stressed out about this wedding and the the mom and the dress of it all and everything. But um, also the fact that um, she invited her brother to the wedding that she, I think, had found out about that she had. I don't know when she found out, but it was the dad, her 
biological father had a affair, ch- an affair which resulted in in a son, her brother or half sibling. Yep, and she invited this half sibling to the wedding. And it her, was before they got married. It was while they were in college. That's when they met. That's when the father had the uh, had the dalliance. It was before they got married. It was before uh-huh. the dad married the mom. Yeah, got and it. then before Candace Dorothy. had a relationship with the brother. It was a couple of years old, but he, she always kept that like private away from Dorothy. Really? Because the mother okay, would freak out. I did out. not know that part of it. Yeah. Um. Very okay. That helps to fill in the puzzle pieces. But she invited this brother to the wedding and. He came and everybody eventually got over it. But the venue, it's beautiful. Her vows to Chris say, you know, thank you for being kind to me and accepting me for who I am. Chris uh, gets made fun of by Giselle, especially oh, for doing those R and B song taglines. <laughs> she says, um, like every every line of his vows was like an R and B song. It was an R&B song. He basically just took a lyric and then that was his vows. Anyway, everybody is so happy for her. Uh, As I said, even troll Michael Darby is crying. They, of course, go. They jump the broom. Everybody looks fresh as hell. They are all doing shots. They're doing shots at the bar. Candace enters the hall after they go from the church. and, And she says, oh, my God, this is a fucking wedding. It was a fucking it wedding. It was a fucking wedding. So, anyway, I, love wedding. I just loved, I loved this. She performs a song for Chris called I See You. She wrote it about him. She changes into this, like, silver, disco-y looking top. Her mom's having a good time. She's clapping. More shots, more shots. Um, and then they go right back to filming and don't take a honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. But the wedding itself was beautiful. I loved that moment for her. What do you, what do you make of Chris? I think I like Chris. I think he's got a good read on Candy. I think he loves her warts and all. Yeah. I think... I I like Chris. I really like Chris. Yeah. I think he's a caregiver to her, and it's what she needs. He cooks for her. She needs someone that's going to take truly take care of her, because she would not be able to take care of a... A yeah, man that needs that much pampering. No, from she her. needs to be she, taken care of. She's the one. She was taken care of by her mom and probably her dad and stepdad. And then, she, but Chris takes care of her, I think, in a different way, in like a more loving, non-monetary, um, caring kind way. And the fact so. that they met working at a restaurant, like I love that she worked at a restaurant. She's probably like working the Obama re-election at night. School. She's being a hostess. What a, I love it. Whatevs. All right, I've okay. got a fun favorite moment. This okay. is really speaks to the relationship between Candace and Dorothy. So this is season four, episode nine, Days of Our Knives. So it's not about the butter knife at Ashley, which also happened this episode. But this is when Candace and Dorothy go to therapy together. Oh, and God. they see Dr. Ken, who was also a Dr. Ken in Atlanta, what and her those? mom is actually a therapist. Oh, her mom's a therapist. And that's the first thing she says to Dr. Ken is, I'm a therapist. And he's like, okay, well, now you're the patient. Now you're the client. So don't be a therapist now. Anytime he asks Candace a question or she's trying to speak, Dorothy just rolls her eyes, cuts her off. And he's like, let her speak. Let her finish. Won't let her finish. Candace starts talking about how her mom whacked her on the side of the head with a purse and she's like denying it. It, it It's just, it really speaks to their dynamic. relationship, their dynamic, their, it, yeah. And the mom's always threatening to be like, well, maybe it's time to uh, cut, you off. cut you off. But she won't do it. She just likes to hold it over Candace. It's a, it's and a, then she weaponizes. And, and she weaponizes her and then she tries to therapize her too. Yeah. And I believe, if I remember, yeah, the mom keeps pointing out, well, I am, as a therapist, mm-hmm. I am a therapist. And it just doesn't seem, uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem healthy. No, no. They have a bit of a complicated relationship. I understand why, Can- and then why Candace reacts and gets all upset about people. She's basically doing what her mother does to her. Isn't it interesting that we have Candace and Candy, oh, yeah. who both... Candy from Atlanta, uh-huh. who have very 
interesting relationships with their mothers. Correct. Candace and Candy, but they go about them differently. differently. Absolutely. Differently. But okay, so my next one is moving down the line to season six, episode eight. It's called Talk to the Braids. Okay. We're deep in COVID here. Yes. And we are, they unfortunately, Potomac had like two COVID seasons, I think. Yeah. At least. I mean, there's, what year are we on here? But they had like some bad, bad COVID where they're like wearing those plastic masks and they're they're basically filming filming in a big house and filming outside in parks all the time for a couple of years. But they go on this trip to Colonial Williamsburg. It's like, all right, Potomac does not get the best trips. They had Although they did have Portugal, but that's about it. What did they do? The Maryland Shore or something? Also, another well, COVID trip. Yeah, Monique's Lake House. Anyway, well, okay. This go on. one is Colonial Williamsburg. Okay, so they they um, are at this beautiful estate. I believe it is called the Estate. Obama stayed there. It was gorgeous. It was a stunning house. So they're all hanging out by the the by the pool. They're chilling. They're being girlfriends. They're drinking. It looks absolutely lovely. I think it's fall, and it's like the sun is setting. Mm-hmm. Um, her song "Drive Back" has just come out, or okay. it's just, and she's doing a music video for it. She's getting ready to do a music video for "Drive Back," and "Drive Back" is all about Chris as well, her husband. Yes, it is. Driving back home to mm-hmm. him. I don't know whether that means they lived. I don't know. I actually haven't listened to the lyrics that specifically. Where they lived far apart and they were driving back. I don't know. Anyway, it's a good song. It's a great song. But she tells the girls that she needs music video extras. And she's going to have them audition oh. by doing a dance. This she is needs some dance fun, extras. fun time. This is like what you do. It reminds me of what my cousins and I would do at a slumber party. Or make my up a dance. Make up a dance. She's like, I want you to take my song Drive Back, make up a dance, and then make the best best team or woman win i love it so we've got robin giselle and mia team twerks a lot and they do that they work real hard on the routine they're led by robin you know they do like a they take it seriously they do a whole dance they take it a little more seriously then we've got wendy and escala remember escala it's like no it's like pass <laughs> hard pass on, on her she's somehow related or friends with um robin they're the nubian queens and they just kind of walk through and I don't know. They just kind of sashay around. Phone they don't do in. much. And then Karen. Karen does a solo. I love it. Karen does a solo. It's amazing. She kills it. She shakes her ass. They're all drinking and having fun. They're pooping, hollering. Um, anyway, she says if she has to choose, if she must choose, Karen wins. These- but it was just such a fun activity to do. It was lighthearted and... Everybody had a good time. These ladies know how to laugh together. No matter oh. what, they will still crack up. They know what funny and fun is, yeah. and they like to have it. So then she says Karen wins, but then she goes ahead and invites everyone to be oh, in her wow. music video. She wants which is a film. classic housewife move. Of and course. then we know what happens next. They film that horrible music video. Oh, yeah. Unlike the next it's episode. awful. <laughs> I did watch it on YouTube, and it is... Yeah. So, Talk to the Braids, Season 6, Episode 8. I love it. For the rewatch. Mine's kind of along the same vein. Mine's Season 5, Episode 6, The Text Heard Around the Lake House. Now, this This whole... This was a good trip. This was a great trip. This was all when they were staying at Monique's Lake House. This sets off the whole fight between them. They needed a remodel. Oh, yeah, no, it was ugly. Yeah. Monique was losing it by then. She was tired. (laughs) Talk about tired. They are bored as hell at Monique's Lake House. It's like something Newburg? Newburg, Maryland. Where's that? Maryland. Okay. They are bored as hell. They're just like eating pizza, not even talking, in the middle of nowhere. Everyone's freaking out because they can't get any Wi-Fi bars. (laughs) And then Giselle is like, you know what? We need a pageant off between Ashley and Candace. And they do a pageant off they do the walking. Candace asks, uh, answers a great question about her height and how she gets to reach for the stars. I love that. She's Ashley does a tour that off. Of course, Candace sings happy birthday. Oh. They all, and then when they do the runner-up winner, they have, you know, the crying and the shaking, and they are just having a 
ball with it and laughing their ass off. And they really do such a good job at these overnight slumber parties. Fun, sh- no shade, just a great moment. And then that also goes into this whole episode is like one of my favorite Housewives episodes ever. Because then Candace gets the text from her friend about how a Michael Darby, Michael Darby. was caught in the hotel room at the strip club and TMZ. at the hotel room, but he got drunk and passed out. And didn't do anything. Of course not. You just laid there. Oh, sure. And then she went and talked to Giselle about it, and they waited for Ashley to put baby Dean to sleep, and she went about it the correct way on camera, but away from everybody, and was very respectful about it, and said, like, I've got this. She knew, like, don't fuck around with Ashley right now. She is postpartum. They've had a rocky ride. And I really loved how she sort of, like, handled that. Yeah. That was a good trip. That was a great trip. There was a lot of revealing things that happened, such as the Michael Darby. Then the husbands came. T'Challa. Oh, the T'Challa. T'Challa tried attacking Wendy Wendy in that episode. Wendy Dr. Wendy. Oh, that was They were just all talking about how they wanted to get to know her because she was new. And then this bird attacks her. (laughs) Exactly. And that's also that same night. This goes into episode, um, the episode right afterwards, but we can kind of lump these together. Is when after the cameras go down, there's a producer filming in, in the basement. It is Monique, Candace, Karen, and Wendy, and they are doing shot after shot of Fireball. I love that. Getting wasted. And it, this trip, episode five, six, and five, seven, these are great classic. Yeah, Potomac. Instantly, episodes. they go to like a, you know, like an iconic. Absolutely. Moment. And then that also leads up to the big fight between Candace and Monique, which Ugh. we have to discuss. I know, I know. That's that. That couldn't even be a moment. That's just like its own. It's like thing. a chicken or the egg. Yeah. Yeah. We don't use our hands. We don't use violence. But Candace was not innocent. No. In it. She wasn't. The whole drag me, drag me. And I believe that the judge ruled that way. He, Yeah. The they, courts, they were, they were like, fault. you guys are both wrong. This is dismissed. We're not. They both sued each other. Yeah. After the fight. That was a bananas moment. Have they talked since? I don't think so. I know so. that Karen tried to get them to. I think they wouldn't film in this. No, but they it, weren't going to film together. It led to Monique being off the show. Yeah. Bye-bye. It was. That was a rough moment. I think Monique was having a real rough moment in her life at this Well, point. she also, her and Chris, they have recently filed for divorce yeah. or separation. So yeah. she was going through it season five, I think. She was going through it. I can't wait to do a Monique episode. Yeah. I. You know what? I didn't agree at first when you said that. I'm like, eh. Now I just have so many questions. Yes. But that's for another time. That's for another so time. What my are our qu- final moment okay. is is just simply her confessional one liners. Her she gives her some of the best confessional. That is my moment. It's I think she invented like the absolute cutting read in a confessional. The cutting read. And she's funny. She's so freaking funny. Um I think that she was pretty good in the beginning, but then she just like went amped for it. it up. Do you so, think she gives better lines than Portia? Yeah. Wow. I actually do. Go ahead, read us some. Okay, so we've got, um, I invited her to my home. I gave her a beverage. I love that. About the, the butter knife episode uh-huh. that's about Ashley. Most of these things are about Ashley, I will tell you, or Giselle. So then we have, um, not today Satan, not today Neck. Not today, ankles. We don't have it. That was Oof, that. Mo- that's a cruel favorite moment. Honorary mention Biting. too. When she looks at the camera, wants the producer, and she she was mad. mad during that. You're right. And then we have. Why would Ashley insist I talk to Sesame Street? Because Ashley is a messy hoe. Why on God's green earth would you bring this random Sesame Street character up to the place where I'm going to be? Go count some letters, some numbers. Go read a book to a child. She. That was that friend of. Yeah. Yes. She was wearing that. Well, Ashley. Whose friend was that? I don't know. Somebody they tried to get in the mix last season. That was last season. It was last season. And Candace was like, you're not getting a moment from me. Good day. Good day. And then we have the final one. And there's so many more. 
you guys. There's so many more. But then we have Ashley doesn't need old balls. She deserves young, tight ones. I'm manifesting a new chapter for her. I... She was wearing that red, like, capey... That's one of my favorite confessional with looks. with a hood. With the, with the red gloves, With the red too. gloves. I love that one. Very Grace Jones. Um, but yeah, that's simply one of my moments is her confessionals. She so. gives the best confessionals. What else do we have? I mean, we talked about the fight between Monique. She fights with everyone. Her and Ashley are like oil and vinegar. Yeah. They, they are. cannot get along. What do you think it is? What is the root of their. She likes Ashley when it's just her and Ashley. And then when Ashley gets around the green eyed bandits, Giselle and uh, Robin. She sort of gets a little shadier, and I think Candace doesn't like that. And that's kind of what set it off between them. I think when she went into the show, when Candace went into the show, she was introduced through Ashley. Mm-hmm. And she Everybody was sort of putting Ashley on a pedestal at this point. Ashley was one of the stars of the show. She was one of the stars, but her and Karen and she were not thought quite, that when uh-huh. she came in through Ashley, she was going to be Ashley's BFF. And Ashley found some shit with her. Yeah. And they, she didn't stick up for her in certain things. And Ashley is shady. Mm-hmm. And she, that made Candace mad, and she held a grudge ever since. That's what I think. And they were like oil She and wanted water. to be Ashley's BFF, and it just simply didn't happen. So I, I got a couple other things that are kind of funny. When okay. they were at the lake house, season five, episode five, they are um, all eating like lunch, and they had they're just all arriving. Everyone's getting there. Yeah. And Candace says to Monique, are we going to be doing activities that require a swimsuit? Oh, and she talks about her bikini line. And Monique said, yeah, like this is a lake house. And she says, well, I am growing an Amazon forest in my pants down here. (laughs) And Monique, very, very like, just matter of fact, says, well, you know, I may have something that you can use to wax yourself. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then they all do a champagne toast to vaginas. I love it. They said cheers to vaginas. It was just a funny little moment. She's that funny. I thought, I thought was funny. It wasn't enough for like a moment moment. So, okay. So burning questions. What do we have? I mean, I know. Okay. Problematic tweets. That's a whole separate thing. Let's do some other burning. Let's do some okay. lighter burning <laughs> questions before we go into her problematic right, let's get, tweets. Let's, let's, That's your thorn. Right. Do you think she has good fashion sense? I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think it's, it's not bad. It's not good. Potomac is not the most fashionable no, city, period. Absolutely not. She's probably the one of the better ones in Potomac. She's one of the better ones. Um, but yeah, she's 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 fine. What's drink of choice? Hmm. Cocktail I, of choice? I think they like choice? shots of fireball. I think they like shots of fireball, but I also think she likes fancy like craft cocktails. Like she's got a husband who's a chef. She drinks some whiskey here and there. Mm-hmm. And I also think she likes red wine. She likes to get drunk on red wine. I agree. Mm-hmm. What do you think she watches on TV? Law and Order, SBU. She's an SBU girl? You think she's a true crime criminal? Yeah. I think she likes true crime. Okay. I think she NCIS likes to or... figure, figure shit out. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Do you think she's a good tipper? Yes. I do too. Yes. She met Chris in a restaurant. Absolutely. Restaurant She's got that people restaurant tip well. experience. And she loves good service, but she also has a real understanding of the industry. So I have a good question yeah. for you. Do you think she hosts good events? I mean, she hosted that Colonial Williamsburg retreat. That was hers. That That's was right. hers. And that and she she made him do a dance audition well she also did a pajama jammy jam yeah she also had a one-year anniversary party with a cash bar (sighs) forgot about that one yeah they just ran out of money they didn't have it then yeah yeah but then why are you hosting it there yeah she got raked over the coals for that one yeah and she should have does production like her yes I think she's very professional with production. I absolutely think she is a profesh professional. I, I would she's agree. In the actors' union, she did a bit part on a. She knows comp. what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Do you think she's fun to travel with? Yes, I would agree because I think she's like that Sagittarius adventurous energy. She'll try. I think food. she likes things that are culinary. Mm-hmm. She'll try food. What you 
put what you ask her to do or put in front of her. She's like, game. Remember when Ashley? Um, oh, I didn't talk about my Nima colon. What? Oh, okay. How did I miss Nima colon? Ashley's trip. That no, was Ashley's trip was Nima colon. No, but the fight was Charisse. Oh, go back. Why did I not do that one? Because there's so many good Candace moments. God, there's so many. Go to Nima yeah. Cohen. Oh, my God. That, that That's really... season three. That's her first season. That was this her first was like fight. This was like the very first fight she got in, the van fight with Sharice. Yes. This because... is when Candace was okay. like, oh. This is what we want to talk about real quick. And this is kind of where this moment comes from. Go for it. All of the shade thrown at Candace... Because she comes from a wealthy and privileged family. Yes. A, a, she's got a trust and fund. And her mom is paying for the part and, of the mortgage. And her mom, and she's very upfront and matter of fact about it. Mm-hmm. And the, the absolute shit that she gets from Giselle, Sharice, mostly those two. All of the women that get Robin alimony. Those women? Yeah. All of the women who are living on settlements from their husband. She's very upfront about... Yes, I'm sorry. I come from my privilege. Fa- my family is well had some money. They helped me out and they're supportive. What do you think about it? She gets this up into this day. You know, you think they're not giving their kids their money and their trust and agree. doing the same? Hard agree. Yep. Um, they think she's a spoiled oof. brat. So in this moment, they also not only talk about her mother and, oh, it's your mama's house that you live in mm-hmm. which whatever she she bought it when and her mom helped her with a down payment and put her name on it like big flipping deal but she we get a real taste of her mouth yes she says to Sharice which I I realize how much I dislike Sharice Sharice was boring. she said it was a shady bitch moment uh huh and Sharice takes that as she's calling her a shady bitch that's right and then Sharice calls her a little girl and she really pops off here. It she sets says, her off. It sets her off. She says, I don't talk to old women, you geriatric granny. It was, I mean. I mean. Ageism at its worst, but. I mean, when Candace goes low, she goes yeah. low. She and really goes low. And this is also the, the episode after they get to Nima Colon and they're having um, lunch or something where Cherie said, where does she come from anyway? And she says, I came from Jesus, which is the title of this episode. Oh. That's a great one. Season three, episode six. I love the word Nima colon. Yeah, Nima colon. What the hell? I mean, it must be an East Coast thing. But um, so anyway, uh, where are we going from here? Any what? more burning questions that you have? What do you have? What do you think of Deep Space? Her album. I think we I talked think about it. I think it's We've... a legit song. I really like it. Well, that's the album. I know, but I meant like Drive Back. I like Drive Back. I like Insecure. That's, that's her newer one. Yeah, it's. I think it's good. I think she has the potential to be a star. I don't know kind of who she's. I picking. think she's actually working for it too. She's really working at it. She's yeah, going, she's on, going tour. on tour. She's putting in. The, she's rolling up and she's doing the work. Should we talk about her mouth and her problematic tweets? Oh, yeah. Or just her tweets in general. She just is, her tweets in general. She's got problematic social media. As Andy Cohen says, "You're a disaster on Twitter." A disaster. Oh. I pulled up some old ones. The problem with Candace, too, is she will go for the jugular. The low hanging fruit of your looks. Yeah. Your age. Like, that stuff's not witty to me. That's too easy to just be like, you're old. It's angry and, and it's hot headed. It's mm-hmm. hot headed. And it's not an excuse. Like, she'll say, she'll do that age old thing of, well, they made me mad. Or we weren't in a good place then. So I decided to talk about your, your teeth. Yes. Or your weight. And that's that's really low. Or while you're giving birth. Ugh. So apparently in 2010, which both of us forgot about, mm-hmm. I guess we blocked it out, she had some real problematic tweets. She was 24 years old about at this uh-huh. time, and it was in 2010. Uh, I, I take it she worked for Obama at this time. She had some sort of homophobic tweets come out and this in 2020 this was revealed yeah and it was really sad and really disgusting 
she put out a whole press release about it. I, I don't even know if I want to read the tweets because I don't. But I will say she apologized saying I want to address res- tweets that resurfaced from nearly 10 years ago that may have offended people I love dearly and those who have supported me as a Potomac housewife. I don't know. I would uh, like to think she has grown from it. I think she, you're in your early 20s and people were just don't. Even if you think these horrible she things, bad stuff. why do you have to say it? She said to my loyal fan base, particularly the LGBTQIA plus viewers, thank you for your unwavering support. I love you. I alone am responsible for my words. And I deeply regret saying anything that could have hurt my friends, colleagues, family, and friends. I mean, it's a good I'm apology. It is a, it is a good apology. It's smart. I do think she's learned from it. She was a stupid little girl then. Mm-hmm. And, you know... So some of the other tweets, can I just read a couple of like sure. funny ones? Sure. Oh, yeah. Read some good I, ones. I really pulled some old ones. She really had some zingers in 2019. So, and a lot of them are pretty much, they're just about Ashley mostly. Oh, And some always. Giselle. We have about Ashley. This is July 7th, 2019. Where's your income, Roach? You laid on your back to get the $2 you do get. I've been had jobs while you turn tricks to pay your mama's rent. Don't come for me. You won't win. Hashtag R-H-O-P. Huh. I love wow. that she tags R-H-O-P. And then we've got another one about Ashley. Oof. This is 6-2-2019, I think. Um, and Ashley had tweeted to her, wasn't it you who told me that it's funny to shop at the same store? Oh, no, sorry. Sorry. That was Ashley's response. Here is Candace Dillard Bassett's tweet. If you looked up Hotire in the dictionary of hotivities, Ashley's name and phone are there next to her rainbow slash Charlotte Russe garments, dot, dot, dot. So I know we're not talking about my short shorts on today. Hashtag R-H-O-P. Hotivity is a great word. Okay, I'll do one more. Wait, what was Ashley's response? Oh, sorry. It was, wasn't it you who told me that it's funny we shop at the same stores? Hotivities must be communal support. I love that. (laughs) I love that. I love the banter. And then, okay, I might have to do two more. One is, also, I think about Ashley. I would love for you to pop me with that Forever 21 bag you bought with your concubine allowance so I can bust you upside your raggedy head for provoking me. I have time, bed wench. Hashtag R-H-O-P. Last (laughs) one is a famous one that they got into in the show that is about Giselle. Uh, She's had a lot of problems with Giselle as well. It says, now, Giselle, as you attempt to rub your coins together to make a tear down look like a home, let's not. And these lies, Dorothy ain't saying shit to you. Stay in your struggle and worry about where you gonna live when your $900,000 cabin oh caves in at Giselle Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cruel. I And what she said about Giselle's neck as well, disgusting and cruel. I- I mean, everyone seems to love it. I mean, it is funny, but it's, it's also... It's funny, but it's really rude. Like, it's so rude. It's She's so rude. so rude. She's cutting. She goes there. Yeah, she really does. So, what else do we have? We've got a rose in our thorn. Okay, let's get into it. I've got... So, my rose is... It's her quick confessionals. She's some of the best confessionals. She is yeah. smart and quick. It's just her general... Her humor. Sorry. (laughs) Glug, 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 glug. I'm pouring pouring more wine here at 2.20 in the afternoon in Chicago. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, just just her wit is my rose. Yeah, okay. What's your rose? Okay, so I have two, really. Okay. Her wedding, I think, was great. Uh, And her wedding, you know, uh, just, just her wedding and her relationship with Chris and then also her music success. Oh, because she's that's very a great good. rose. Yes. She's very good. Her success has been a real highlight and wonderful to watch. What's your thorn? Insults problematic tweets and Yeah. Media. Mine is her low-hanging fruit of going for people's looks. Yeah. Ick. Ick. That's my good th- Okay, what are your chirons? I've got a lot of them. Oh, go for it. I've got one. I've got simply the mouth the mouth. There it is. The mouth. Uh-huh. Drag queen. Oh. Yeah. Because she's, she's the queen people. of dragging people. She's the queen of dragging people. Okay. I've got pageant Barbie. Okay. And the librarian. Because she, she can read, read, honey. 
Oh my god, I have a crybaby shade assassin. Oh, that's good. That's good. She is the. She's crying in her first episode. I mean, she, she cries is. so much, and those cry angles that she uses. Yeah. How? They're they're getting bigger and bigger. I don't know. How I mean, obviously she it's a prop. Now. Tried selling those. I like them. But she's very good at it. She's she doesn't very mess good up those crier. lashes. No, she gets right in there in the little corners. She's oh, a good crier. Man. Anything else? I like Candace. I think there's t- I, I I like to hate her. I like to like her. She is good she is good for the show. I I will say in closing that I really when going back to season 3 and 4 in particular, I really thought they treated her unfairly. Mm-hmm. I really liked her. She came in breath of fresh air. She was young and fun and successful and just that right level of housewife privilege that you want to see. But she takes no shit from people but either. But then, she, you can't I'm get say away five, with six, it. Seven, she became tough to watch. Ugh, see, I she, liked her. I had a tougher relationship with her just simply because of the insults. I mean, they're hilarious. But she be, she fought hard with everyone. Oh, and so- no one wanted to be around her at, at some points. They isolated her. And um, whether that was her fault or theirs, I just I think it was probably mutual. I'm still but liking Candace. I do overall. I'll say I'm on Team Candace. I'm on. I team would say Candace. is she is she on your is she on your um, Mount, Mount Rushmore? Rushmore of Housewives? No, she's not. I've that's a sacred list. Yeah, but she's in the gift shop. Yeah, she's Mount in the Rushmore. G- she's not in my Mount Rushmore either. But I hope she stays on. Uh, for a while and I hope we see her do everything she wants to do from making more music if she wants to become a mother I hope we see that happen for her mm-hmm. and um, I hope I wish her success in her relationship and with her family and yeah, yeah we hope she lives happily ever after yeah so and Candace lives Happily ever after. Happily ever after. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for joining us today. We're working on our audio a little bit, trying to improve some things. We'll get there. We'll get there. Working on our music, but pass us along to your friends. We do one housewife and one housewife only. Some of the bigger ones are probably going to end up being two episodes, but that's for another time. Absolutely. Check out our Instagram at onceuponahousewifepc. Yes. And you can also email us. Uh, as well if you have any burning questions any burning questions or any like hot tea about anybody we're making decisions about who we're going to do and record next so i think we plan on record on releasing every monday we'll be releasing new episodes yeah so and stay tuned bye bye